Hey guys, Dallin here, chilling at Studio Red Fox, and you are listening to Photography Means Business. Welcome back to Photography Means Business, coming at you live from Studio Red Fox, the coolest underdog photography studio in Atlanta, pause down. Today, I'm going to talk to you about camera lenses. There's so many different ones, and when you're just starting out, it can be difficult to know which ones to get and what the differences are between them. But never fear, I'm going to break it all down like Hurricane Irma. If you have any questions that I don't answer in this podcast, leave a comment below and I'll get you taken care of. All right, guys, get comfortable and let's get started. What is a lens? So a camera lens is actually just a collection of optical lenses that are used to capture light, focus it, and then transfer it back into the camera's sensor, which takes your photo. The lens mechanics are actually pretty simple. When you get to the sensor and how it does its job, all kinds of fancy jazz starts to get involved, best leave that alone. For the most part, all lenses work roughly the same way, but there are massive differences between them namely in terms of their focal length. Now the focal length, as we discussed in my last podcast, is just the distance from a fully focused lens to the camera's sensor measured in millimeters. It's important because it affects what the lens can see, aka its field of view. Focal lengths are slightly counterintuitive because the shorter you go, the wider the field of view actually becomes. Now lenses are not cheap. There is a real trade-off between quality and price. The most common problems that arise from cheap lenses are in terms of shutter speed, having a low aperture, and distortion. Cheaper lenses have way more problems because they're usually made with lower quality glass, which ultimately gives a lower quality photograph, go figure. A common trap for people just starting out is to spend their entire budget on the camera's body, something we commonly refer to as, look at my new camera syndrome. Then they skimp out on the lens. This is the wrong way around. Buy the expensive one. You'll ultimately keep your lens for way longer, and they eventually become your main source of kit pride. In my experience, the camera body usually gets switched out for a newer model every couple of years or so anyway. Now one thing that's becoming increasingly common is for camera shops to offer lens bundles, where they include discounted lenses when you buy the camera body also. This is a trap. These lenses are usually quite cheap refurbished stock lenses and they will eventually become the redheaded stepchildren of your kit. If you're serious about your photography, you'll want to consider investing in a better quality lens that will last you for years. The first kind of lens I want you to consider is a prime lens. These are just lenses with a fixed focal length, so no, they don't zoom, but believe it or not, these are definitely the best. They have super high quality glass and low minimal apertures for quick, crisp, beautiful shots. They're also super sturdy because they don't have any internal moving parts. Now, of course, the only downside with a prime lens, other than the much higher price, is that they're not very flexible. You'll need about two or three for any particular job, which takes up space and adds unwanted weight to your camera bag. This brings us to the next lens, the good old zoom lens. A high quality zoom is perfect for travel photography because it has a wide range of focal lengths that you can adjust. Zoom zoom lenses have exploded in popularity recently. They used to be slow and give pretty bad results, but since then they've had massive technological improvements, which mean they're now a viable option for professional photographers. Of course, sometimes you'll see what basically looks like a telescope attached to the camera. These are known as telephoto zoom lenses. These are basically zoom lenses on steroids, and they're very useful when you can't or don't want to get very close to your subject. For example, if you were taking epic shots of starry skies, or the capturing of pounce of hunting, hunting lions. Now these lenses are heavy, and it will, you often need a second tripod just to keep the lens steady enough to get a clear shot. You should only really consider a telephoto zoom lens as a second lens, and that's really only if you take astro, sports, or wildlife photography. Now on the other side of the spectrum, you have the macro lens, which is for taking close-up shots that capture every detail of the subject. They capture small objects at full frame and with massive detail. Imagine seeing every shade of color in a butterfly's wing. Yeah, intense, I know. 
It only has a one point on magnification though, so they're only really useful when you can get really super close to whatever you're taking a photo of. Another pro tip is that because these lenses are so super specialist and you probably won't use them that often, you can get a macro filter which will fit onto the end of a standard lens for a fraction of the price and that can be used to take your close-ups. Now the last type of lens that I want to talk about is the wide-angle lens. A focal length of about 50mm is the standard and it gives you a field of view that's very similar to the human eye. Of course, there's also lenses with 35, 20, and even 14mm focal lengths. These lenses effectively give, as the name states, a wide-angle shot that will capture more details on either side of wherever you're pointing. Imagine you had superhuman peripheral vision. That's what these shots would look like. They're particularly impressive for interior and landscape shots. Now, fish really do have superhuman peripheral vision. They can see a full 180 degrees. And the most extreme wide-angle lens is the fisheye lens. And that's all there is to it. So as you can see, there are several options for your first lens, and unless you have unlimited funds, of course, you really need to understand each lens's purpose before you get them because they are a large investment. Don't rush into buying your kit. Make sure you do your research and decide what's best for you and your photography needs. If you have any more questions about which lens you should get, well, ask me directly in the comments below and I'll give you my best advice. That's all I got, folks. I hope this video helped you out. If it did, let me know, and don't forget to subscribe to get my latest tips and tricks in advance on creating the photography business of your dreams. Red Fox out.